Hey, everybody. It's been a very, very long time, but we have a couple episodes for you. Unfortunately, these are going to be the last episodes of the podcast. These were episodes that we recorded a while back, um, and we were waiting because we were trying to um, amass quite a few before we put them out, but schedules just weren't lining up. And that was basically the only reason that we didn't get more out and the reason that we're going to discontinue the podcast. There's nothing else going on. It's the same thing that every D&D group has happened sometimes, is that schedules just don't line up. So we're sad to see it go, and we're sad that we're not going to get to finish the story the way that we want to, but we hope you enjoy this episode and then the following episode, which might be a little bit longer than some of the previous ones. However, if you're part of the Nerd Sloth Treehouse over on Patreon.com, I'm going to be making a video, maybe series of videos, depends on how long it takes, and I'm going to talk through the rest of the campaign and how it was set up, and some of the major story beats that could have happened, and some of the stuff that I had planned. So for those of you that were really invested in the story and the characters, maybe you'll get a little bit of closure there. I hope. Thank you again for everyone that's been supporting us, supporting the show, supporting Nerd Sloth as a whole. And enjoy. The world of Alorin, a land promising adventure, treasure, and glory at every turn for all the many, many heroes that inhabit it. From the far reaches of the frozen fjords to the sweltering jungles of Ishtka, opportunity awaits for all those brave enough to seek it. And, oh, wait, who are you? Wait, <laughs> <clears throat> However, we are not the heroes of this tale. So welcome to the Party in Peril Villains Campaign. The waves send your vessel rocking as this gigantic ship emerges from the fog off to the port side. And Mark narrows his eyes and looks out towards the sails of the ship. And far up the mast flies a symbol of an ale flanked by cannons against a field of red and gold. Gregory seems to confirm any suspicions as he picks up a spear and starts waving it frantically towards the ship. Mark turns towards the three of you and says, Well, that's the Iron Maid, all right. Means the legendary pirate hero, Gannibal Jackbeard, must be heading over into Daggerforge out of Inns Meat, where he's said to brew his uh, famous ale. Heard it's so good it's over a shine a pint. Bet it'd be worth a lot if you could steal some. That is, if uh, he doesn't sink us first, seeing how you're sailing a stolen vessel. Might not have been such a good idea after all. Well, good luck! And then Mark quickly sucks in his arms, legs, and head into his, his shell with a... And then plops onto the deck of the ship. And his <laughs> shell just... Every once in a while slides around with, with the current of the waves. This is up to you guys how you want to handle this. You can... Um, uh, there's different parts of this ship that you can take up for, for battle positions or steering the ship. And you'll have different things that you can do... Um, in addition to those, to try to evade or sink or fight against this this ship that's heading your way. Now there is um, the hull of the ship is basically going to count as your your health for your vessel, which is 150. If your hull drops to zero, this ship is sinking. It's going to start taking on some water, so um, it's going to be a little difficult there. But the different positions you can take are the sails. Um, the helm, the cannons, or the ballisti. And I can describe what, what each of those are. The helm is whoever takes the helm, you're going to be steering the ship. Um, there are the cannons, which are going to be on either side of the ship, kind of in the middle. Um, there's the ballisti, which is over the hull and helps protect the hull. And that shoots a bunch of like um, like arrows and things like that. Um, also can help you latch on to things like you can latch on to the enemy ship or try to pull things off the enemy ship. We've got the sails. So different things you can do there is um, you have access to the crow's nest, which can give you different advantages and attacks. 
and then you can try to give the ship a speed boost as well. So whoever wants to take up what, that is up to you. Gregory will take whichever one does not get taken, and he will do his best to aid you guys. How far away are we from um, fr- from our destination? Uh, you're pretty far. You are definitely like at least um, a day and a half away. Okay. So, so bailing and running is not an option. Yes, <laughs> that's not an option. Got it. So you're about like 80 feet away from the enemy ship off your port side. So they're uh, fairly close as far as like weapon range and things like that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> see if these taught me that I'm not great at uh, sea combat. <laughs> But I, I think Waslow would want to go for the cannonballs because there's also uh, fire artillery in there too, right? There is. So I did supply you guys with, with a, um, a paper. If you guys don't have it, I s- stuck it in the, um, the group chat too that you can pull up and see all the different things that you can do. So every station will have a move action or a couple of move actions. You'll have attack actions, um, a bonus action, and then it tells you what happens if your station gets destroyed because each station will have its own AC, its own HP. Um, You can do, um, basically, it'll run like a regular turn. Each um, round, you can do one move action, one attack, and you can do a bonus action of your choice each round. But yeah, so if Waslo wants to take up the cannons, how about the rest of you? You said I'm currently steering? You were steering uh, earlier before all the hubbub uh, took place. Wouldn't mind going back, I think. That's not on here, though, right? It's, that would that, be the helm. That's what that's called. Okay. Yeah, so if you want to take up the helm again, you can certainly do that. All right, guys, I don't know how to steer a ship, but Lilith, you seem to be doing a really great job. I'm going to go fire some arrows. <laughs> All right, so you're going to take up the ballistic. taking up the ballistic. Okay, um, so Gregory just kind of looks at you guys, and he's kind of gaining some insight that you guys have somewhat of a plan or at least he thinks that maybe you have a plan and he's just kind of like nodding looking around and then points up at the sails and is just kind of like looking for reassurance from you yeah gregory uh sure go ahead all right he starts scurrying up uh up the mast starts loosening a few sails checks something up in the crow's nest we don't know yet if they're even after us right like are we just getting into position just to just in case yeah, at the moment you don't know what their their motives are or or what they want. They just appeared next to you, and Mark kind of explained what he knows about this ship and that it's not good. But you don't know anything else so far. All right, so we could just act natural. <laughs> I mean, cool. that's that's my. I feel like as proper villains, acting natural would be to attack first. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna go down that route, I mean, it's okay. up to you guys. It's a democracy here. Uh, I see a bunch of rocks over in the distance, and I think our ship is a lot smaller, and not, even though it's a lot bigger than me, I still see that it's very small, and, um, maybe we should get behind the rocks before they decide to do something. I really want, I mean, the, the ale and stuff all sounds good and all that, but, um, I don't know how to steer a ship, and I've never been on a ship before, so, yeah, help. (laughs) (laughs) But Waslow's already loading the cannonballs, uh, just say when. (laughs) I don't feel comfortable going behind the rocks. The water's choppy. I think we can sail beside them without them noticing us. What? Are we an invisible ship now? Waslow thinks one of them just waved at us, so they've noticed us. Was it a friendly wave? Uh, Unsure. Unsure. Roll an insight, Waslow. All right, that's a great way to start. I got a one. <laughs> uh, you're not even sure what body part you just saw. <laughs> Was that a, did, he, did he wave with this foot? Uh, yeah, I, Waslow's not sure. Uh, well, that's promising. Uh, Len looks over at the other ship to try to figure out, like, are they friend or foe? Can she attempt to see what, what they're doing? Oh, actually, Len's going to fly a little bit closer to the other ship. You want to fly? Okay. Can uh, you describe the weather conditions? Yes. Um, conditions. And how windy and all that. It's, uh, not too, it's, it's not too windy right now. Um, lots of, yeah, it is um, fairly cloudy 
Uh, there's been a lot of fog and, and such on the water. Um, it's The fog has lifted a little bit, but it has made um, visibility still kind of rough, especially like um, you, very low visibility, like you cannot see the sun, basically. Um, so very, very overcast. Um, the waves aren't super choppy, aside from just the wake of the ship next to you. Um, in fact, like it felt pretty smooth sailing until that ship got up closer to you guys. And then you're kind of getting some of that, um, the, uh, waves breaking off of, um, their ship and, and pushing towards you guys, making it a little bit rougher for you. But other than that, it's not too bad conditions right now. Okay. So I think I might go try to get a little closer and investigate to see what's going on on okay. that other ship. Because Waslo, um, I don't think that was a foot. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we can't be sure. But give us a signal if you want us to shoot. Okay. So you're going to fly out there over to towards the other ship? Yeah, but okay. in a way that's, like, not right in their eyesight. Like, she's... So do you want to... Okay, so tell me, like, uh, exactly what your plan's going to be. Like, where, she's gonna where are you going to She's going to take a roundabout way to where, like, she goes to a part of the... Sh like, where they can't maybe see her coming off of the ship. Because she's small. So, like, she tries to go towards, like, uh, just flying just above the water. So she's below the ship and possibly below people's eyesight. Okay. And she flies towards the ship. Um, okay, can you roll, uh, roll a stealth for me? Yes, I can. Can Waslo start like flailing around to get their attention to maybe help her stealth roll a little bit well, yeah sure uh so also. roll stealth with an advantage so do i get to roll again yeah good <laughs> waslo's helping you okay, waslo knew 15 15 okay um so you you fly over there and um you're kind of keeping um low just just below the the deck and you can hear a lot of voices lots of um um deep ver burly voices all kind of speaking and you can hear lots of movement moving around on this thing you can hear um what sounds like cannonballs rolling or maybe barrels rolling across the deck of the ship um nobody has has spotted you just yet i mean if you are below the the line of the deck, you can't really see anything. But are you are you gonna try to listen in on conversation, or what do you want to do? Uh, she's yeah, she's gonna listen in. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll a perception then for me. Perception, fifteen. Okay, those fifteens. Um, yeah. So you you can hear a bunch of um voices. Um, hey, roll the the cannonball over here. I'm gonna need a couple of those just in case we see uh. What kind of ship this is? That looks like a merchant vessel out of Colvestir. Aye! Yes, I think I've seen that one before. But, uh, why are we loading the cannon for that one? I think we know that one. Ah, uh, yes, but uh, I think I see a Yuntai over there. I don't think that ship belongs to a Yuntai. Uh, all right, better let the captain just in case. Well, she's not actually at the ship, is she? Oh, you're just hovering kind of like a little bit below, but you're, you're close enough that you can hear. Um... I was just trying to see if I had any spells that could help. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think any of these are gonna do anything. Um, uh, well, you could try to cause fear. I don't know what that would do. <laughs> I mean, it would it would scare them away from you in particular. Yeah, unless she can try to like intimidate them into not attacking the ship. But just trying to see if she has that. Um... What's uh, Waslo and Lilith up to while Lynn is figuring out her next move? <laughs> Waslo's been loading the cannonballs, just waiting anxiously. Are there two cannons on either side? Is that are we using at the model as a reference? Yeah. Okay. Lilith is looking to see if she is able to make fog. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, perhaps uh, she. So Len is going to. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out whether she wants to board the ship or not. <laughs> Um, because my thought is I want to set fire to the ship. <laughs> I mean, if you want to try, okay. If you have materials, so uh, she's I've got oil, I think, and a tinder box. Yeah, that'll that'll make a small fire. Okay, so she's going to pour like, but she's gonna start a fire like, well, just on one part of the ship. Like, what? Oh, where are the barrels? Does she see? Okay, so she she creeps up a little bit more to actually look onto the ship. Okay, I'm gonna need you to do another self. Okay, so so now her thing in mind is she recalls the talk of 
like alcohol and perhaps that could be a way to burn and blow things up. Okay. Um, taking a page out of Waslow's book. So go ahead and roll. <laughs> so, so if you're going to go into eyesight um, of them, yeah, you're definitely going to need to roll for this. For still. Okay. Yep. Go ahead and roll. 19 plus seven. Okay. Yep. Dang. Nobody sees you. Ah. So I sneak up and do I see barrels? What do I see? Um, you see there's about 25 to 30 dwarves mulling around on the deck of the ship. Um, and you see mostly um, stacks of cannonballs, a few crates and stuff like that. You do see a couple barrels towards the very back of the ship. Um, I'd say stacked up probably about two dozen barrels towards the back of the ship. Can she tell what's in them? Uh, not without actually getting up to one and probably like knocking on it or, or opening it or something. Okay, so she's continuing on to her quest to the barrels to, to see what's going on. Okay. So she's going to investigate the barrel. Oh, oh, as you get up there, you can you can see that the mark, um, the same symbol that's on the flag is also on these barrels. Like they're branded with the exact same sigil. Um, so you know that much. Are there any piles of uh, gunpowder per chance hanging around? Uh, not that you see. Okay. Uh, she's still going to start a fire. Okay. Like, but I don't think the ale's going to catch fire because it's not that strong of alcohol. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Find Does out. it smell like alcohol? Uh, the, I mean, these, these barrels are sealed very well, so you're not really able to smell anything at the moment. Fine. So she goes to the base of the barrels. She pours the oil, pours the oil like down at the base of the barrels and um, sets, well, sets it on fire using the tinderbox and then like flies off the ship to go kind of watch from the side to see what happens. Okay. Um, so as the the fire starts and um, begins to billow up, you can see um, it, it's really small at first. You see a little bit of smoke billowing up and nobody's really quite paying attention. And then um, you can start to see the noses of some of these dwarves start to perk up a little bit in the air. Just, hey, what's up? Oh, you smell something? Oh, I think I smell burning. What, what, what could what could be burning? Did they fire on us? They, they, there's a few of them turn around. And they start noticing all these barrels are on fire, and they're like, "Oh no! How how could that even happen?" And they start running over there and start scrambling around. And hey, someone hoist down the bucket. We need the water. We got to put this out quick. And uh, they they all kind of start panicking. And um, a few of them are looking over towards towards your ship and and just kind of looking around the water, trying to figure out where this flame could have come from. Um, they send a, a volley of, of, uh, fire arrows or, or something. And they're looking around trying to figure out where, where it could have come from as the, um, the flame starts to build and build and build. And now it is a roaring fire with all of these, um, with all of these barrels. Um, what are you doing now? Uh, all right. Uh, I think this is my cue to go unless they put down, did they put down the bucket for water? Uh, yes, they, they, uh, one dwarf is lowering a bucket over the side, uh, to try to scoop up some water. He's like, hey, hang on! I'm getting it! I'm getting the water! How, how thick is the rope holding the bucket? Uh, it is average rope, Can, you know? So, perhaps, rope. so Len, as she's trying to go back to her, to her respective ship, um, she just kind of goes for this bucket rope going down and slices at it before she heads back to the ship. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you you cut the rope and the bucket just sploosh falls into the water. She oh. books it. She books it. No, sabotage! Sabotage! <laughs> There's a fly over here cutting our rope. I don't even mind that he's calling me a fly. <laughs> it was it was the other ship over there. We have spies. And then uh, attention turned towards you as uh, some of the dwarves are still trying to put out the fire with whatever they can do. The others start getting to their battle stations. Um, so this is now where I want you guys to roll your initiatives. 15. 8. 14. Uh, Waslo had the 15? Yep. Okay. Waslo, you were up first and you were on the cannons. And um, so basically... They are starting to scramble. They are starting to aim their cannons and their ballistae towards your ship. Um, Wazzle, you're on the cannons now. Ooh, Wazzle's been waiting for this moment. So how do I use the, the fire bombs versus the cannonballs? So your your move action would be just to, um, that's kind of your choosing which one you want to do on this turn. So you either load um, regular cannonballs or you load your fire bombs. Um, so you just say which one you wanna you wanna load up, and then 
your attack will be to roll and you got to call out where on that enemy ship do you want to target. Now you can target any of the same stations that your boat has. So it can be their weapons where you try to hit their cannons, their ballisti. Um, you can shoot their helm, their sails or their hull. And if you breach their hull, like I said, the hull is broken. The ship goes down. Okay. I'm going to aim for their cannons then. Okay. And you're using the, are you using the fire? Yeah, I'll use, I'll use a fire bomb. Okay. So go ahead and roll a D20 and you're aiming for their cannons. He said, Never mind. I got a crit fail. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay. Is that, did, did my cannon just explode or something? <laughs> so uh, basically, you um, you load it up, you shoot it, and it, you just sh shoot out like um, just bits of coal. <laughs> like you, you had a defective fire bomb and just like. It's it's really unimpressive and you're really embarrassed. Yeah. Waslow looks down, defeated, and then he's just like, ah, screw it. And I can as a bonus action, it says I can use a spell, right? Yes. Um, now you, you will have to keep in mind like how far away you are from the min enemy at the time. So right yeah. now, if you're about like 80 feet, um, if you're gonna try to attack something or someone. Um, you still have to adhere to those ranges. Otherwise, you know, there's other things that you can try to do if you want to use a spell that with something on your own ship or if you want to do something else like um, use an object, um, anything like that. You can't. Oh, no. I, I've got an idea. So Firebolt's range is 120, so I'm well within that range. Um, and I'm going to use a Firebolt because that's my specialty. Okay. And what do you want to attack? Do you want to attack uh, part of their ship? Do you want to attack the crew? Uh, let me go after their sails. Okay. Um, and then for your firebolt, is that do you roll for that, or do I do a saving throw? I roll for it. So it's okay, a, go ahead. Yeah, eighteen. That hits. Sweet. Now I uh, that is one d ten damage. Actually, I'm gonna use a sorcery point, and okay. I'm going to go down to my stuff here. Uh, where did I? There it is. Use a sorcery point, and I'm gonna do a twin spell. So mm -hmm. I'll shoot at the sails, and then also at the uh, crew. Okay. Or uh, I guess whoever's manning the cannons right now. If it's just one guy. Okay, go for it. So I'm going to roll my damage then. That's going to be six. But okay. if anything is resistant to fire, I'm also, as of level four, I got fire adept. So I I ignore all fire resistances just in case anything was. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Nothing in this case is going to be resistant to fire for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Um, with that said, then Lynn, it's your turn. Does she have to stay at the ballisade, or can she help Maslow with the cannons? Uh, it's going to be one person per per station. Ah. Yeah. So if if you want to stay with the ballista, you can. Otherwise, you can switch with Gregory, who's at the sails. Uh, she, she doesn't even know what to do with the sail. Um. Oh wait, but there's a sniping. Uh. Because that's in the crow's nest. Can you have a, a musket with the scope? Oh, she probably wouldn't be able to fire a musket. <laughs> Probably not. That's probably not a good... It's bigger than she is. It's probably not a good idea. I just thought about that. Okay, okay. So she's gonna... She's gonna go after the person steering the ship with the ballisade. Um, Ball ballisti? Ballisti. Yeah. Can she, can she do a fire arrow or has it just an arrow? Um, with that one, it's just an arrow. Boo. Okay. But you can use a rope and try to... If you hit that person, you could try to pull them into the water. She's gonna shoot an arrow with the rope and okay. do just that. Uh, so she's going to load an arrow with the rope and shoot it towards the person that's steering the ship. Okay. Also, where where was this fire set in regards, like, in relation to the helm? Um, so it would be opposite, uh, oh, no, it would actually be pretty close to the helm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. She's going after the person at the helm. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Okay. So, 20. Yep. So arrow with rope, D20 plus six. Yes. Ooh. Eight. 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 Okay. Um, so the you attach an arrow to this thing, you you shoot it, and as it's coming um, across, it just barely um, misses the um, the person at the helm who, who sees this large arrow coming at him and just kind of tries to leap out of the way. It, it just barely skims actually the the wheel of the ship, knocking a few pieces of of wood off of it, but it does pass by it and and does not hook onto anything. Peace. So uh, it's now the enemy's turn. 
And uh, they're going to take their actions. So first is their move action. Um, so they're going to turn their ship uh, just so many degrees. Why is it not wanting me to turn the ship? There we go. Um, and they moved up so much, basically attempting to cut you off. And let's see. They are going to use their cannons. And these guys are targeting the helm, or not the helm. They're going to target your hull. Oh. That's a nine plus. Uh, where is it? Okay. So you guys um, you do get hit in the hull. <laughs> not our holes. <laughs> Hole what? in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alright. Uh thirty-two damage to your hole. What hole. the frick? How, how much did our hole have? Uh do we, do you started know? with 150 and you oh, just okay. took 32 damage. Oh, we're fine. We're fine. For now. Um and then they're gonna use the ballisti and um let's see, they're gonna try to take one of your cannons down if they can. So um they attach a rope to a ballisti, um, but just like um, just like the one that Len shot, the arrow comes flying out over the the deck, but totally misses the cannon, um, and they end up just cutting the rope uh, off since it doesn't actually move to anything. So now it is Lilith's turn. Now, Lilith, what you can do, um, let me find you over here on the helm. You get to decide, you get to decide basically where the ship's gonna go. Do you, if you want to turn it or if you want to move it. Um, I'm only allowed to ways. turn 90 degrees, correct? Yeah, up to 90 degrees. Oh, up to 90. I thought I thought it was straight <laughs> or only... 90. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, so it's just straight or 90. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to keep the course. So I want to stay the course and see if we can try to outrun them. Okay. Okay. So not turning, but so you can move up by three right now. And then as an attack action, um, so you won't be able to ram them um, with that one since you aren't heading towards their ship right now, but you can give inspiration to one of your other allies. So if you want to give it to either Gregory, Lynn, or Waslow, you can How do that. How many times can I do that? Each each turn you get. Okay. Then I'll give it to Gregory. Gregory. Okay. All right. So you're going to give inspiration to Gregory. What do you say to Gregory to inspire him? He's on the sails, right? Yeah. Yep. Gregory, lift the sails, and I'll go down your cell. <laughs> he's a child. Oh, he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe Does that rephrase. Change yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that changes little preference. But Probably doesn't. She is a she is a villain. Gregory can either try to change the sails. Um, and that'll give you guys a possible chance of being able to move faster on your next turn. Um, but it also could work against you too and slow you down. Um, so he can either, so, um, that's something he can do. Otherwise he can just maintain current speed. I'm going to make that decision Lilith's decision since she is at the helm. So do you want Gregory to chance it and try to see if he can get you guys a speed boost or do you want him to stay the course? Yes, boost us. Okay, we'll see what happens. Like I said, this could work against. We'll find out what happens. Um, so to do that, he does a nature check to does determine the um, the direction of the wind. Does he get that extra point? Oh, it's an inspiration. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. he does have inspiration. Okay, just checking. So it will help him. You guys have a speed boost. Yeah. So, so next turn, you guys can move yeah. uh, up to 20 more feet. Damn, better than three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the next action, he is going to use sniping. He's up in the crow's nest, and you just hear uh, a loud piercing, like, crack as he shoots um, a rifle, a scoped rifle towards the enemy ship. Um, and let me see what happens here. And he does still have inspiration. So it'll be plus six, nine. Okay. So um, you hear the crack and then a, a ricochet off of the, the enemy ship as um, a piece of wood splinters off again towards the helm as he tried to take out the helmsman, but he did miss. Um, Waslo, it's your turn. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> 
I guess I'll try to cannon again, but this time, uh, hopefully, I'll succeed. That's you... my goal. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> <50. laughs> I was just wondering. So I was looking at the different HP of the different parts, and the helm has fifty, and the cannons have a hundred. Oh, the helm. HP. Okay. So that. So I don't know if Waslo would know that, like that it's a weak point. So we might just go with whatever is your no. instinct. But Waslo, <laughs> Waslo would not know that because okay. I wasn't thinking about that. So and Waslo <laughs> is dumber than I am. So that tells you something. So, <laughs> as such, he's going to go straight for the cannons again, just fighting okay. yeah, against the other weapons. <laughs> All right, this time. So he loads it up. Uh, let me do my roll. Ooh, 20. Not natural 20, but just 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. Dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Yes, that hits. So are, were you using regular cannonballs or the firebombs? Uh, regular cannonballs this time. Okay. Yep, that hits. So go ahead and roll for damage. That's 5d10. Dang. Okay. And you were attacking their cannons again? Yeah. You said? Okay. 30. Okay. So whopping 30 damage. Um, so you see uh, you're, you're, you send a series of cannon blasts um, across the water, just sailing over, over um, the water through the air and just start slamming into the, the enemy ship. You see a bunch of dwarves just go flying every which way, some into the air, um, landing in the, the sea around them. You see one of the cannons fall off of the deck um, into the water below. They still have plenty of other cannons up there, but you've definitely done quite a bit of damage to their ship. Yes, yes. He's very pleased. <laughs> Do you have a bonus action you want to use? Yeah, let me uh, actually shoot towards the cannons again with a chaos bolt. Okay. Oh, by the way, when you did your firebolt, was that a cantrip or was that a regular spell? Like a yeah, first it's a level? can. A firebolt was a cantrip, but chaos okay. is a, uh, a first level spell. Great. Sweet. Okay, that was twenty three. That hits big time. All right. So for chaos bolt, I always have to remember. So I have to roll two d eight plus one d six, but the two d eights are what determines what type it is. So yes. let me do the. Five and a four on that. So, uh, but what do I want to do? Five or four? I'm gonna do five, which is lightning. Um, but that's nine damage plus my one d six. Got a five, so fourteen total damage and just lightning damage, just flashing down on them. Nice. Okay, so lightning just uh, just slams down on there. Um, you see, like one of the dwarves, like trying to load one of the cannons. One of the lightning bolts just strikes the the metal of that cannon and just blasts him and sends him like flying across the other side into another dwarf and they just fall over the other side of this ship and you just see that particular cannon just completely like glowing red hot and smoking and the others are trying to avoid that one um, in, in particular. So how much damage was that? Yeah, what was the total damage on that one? Uh, that was 14 on that one. Perfect. Um, and, and you, you see that there's only like half of the cannons are, are left operable at this point. Um, and that was, so that was the first level. Yeah. Okay. So you got to roll your, um, wild magic surge. Oh yeah. Did I do a D 20 for that one still? Uh, yes. I, so I think you, you roll a D 20 and then you subtract um i think at this point you subtract two okay yeah okay let's see and we'll see what happens i rolled a six so that would have been okay no search you're safe for now <laughs> okay uh len's turn okay uh len's gonna aim her she, she's kind of starting to figure out the ship a little bit better she's like i'm gonna aim for the sails okay so she's gonna uh load the arrow with a rope again okay in the hopes that the rope will get all the way to the other side um, you gonna try to hit like the mast, or I'm trying to hit the sails. Okay. Like, uh, just lodge it into the sail, and then attach it to their own ship, and then it'll rip through the sail. Okay. Um. So she's aiming at the sail, and I gotta find the directions again. Okay. So arrow with rope. D twenty. D twenty plus six. Thirteen. That hits. Yeah. Okay. What do I do? To hit, and then chance to pull item or ship closer. So what you could do is so the the sails are attached to the mast. So if if that thing hits there, you could make an attempt to pull the mast down. Yes, that's what I want. Go ahead and roll the damage first. Okay, so that's what I was trying to figure out. So it's a three d ten. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. 
Okay. And you're going to try to see if, using the ballista, if you can crank it back and pull their mast down. Is that correct? She's attaching it to the ship itself because she can't pull that mast down herself. So well, she's I mean, there's tying a, it. There's a crank on the ballista. Oh, okay. On the ballista. Yeah. We'll, we'll say she's doing that. Do that? Okay. Sure. So, um, for that, so what you got to do is do a strength check. But b- because Lynn is a pixie, she has disadvantage on strength checks. Well, that's why I was saying I want her to attach it to the ship so that the ship does the damage. Oh, you want to attach Lynn. it to your ship? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you you look around and you find um, there's a, a couple little um, of the little pieces of metal that you can use to like tie off ropes and things like that um, when the ship's docked. So you take that rope and you cut it from the ballista and you tie it around one of those. So now. Um, their mast is attached to your ship. All right. With that said, it is their turn. Okay, so they are they are moving um, again closer towards you. They are really, really close, like getting um, so close that they're getting up towards boarding range um, within about 20 feet from your ship. Uh, and now that they are up there, they are going to fire um, what's left of their cannons... Towards your hole. That is a hit. That is 35 points of damage to the hole. Someone do math for me. What's 118 minus 35, Joseph? <laughs> uh, 83. Yep. Nice job. I used paper. Nice. I'm not <laughs> well, good at paper. I can't, I can't do math in my head. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and then the ballisti 15. Uh, Our ballisti? Their ballisti. Oh. So they're going to, um, they didn't attach a rope this time. They're just going to shoot a ballisti straight at the helm. So they're going to shoot it right at Lilith. And um, once again, their ballisti misses. So they shoot it right towards her, misses her, um, but not by much. You feel this, uh, you, you actually hear it before you feel it. You hear this. And then you can feel the air just rush past your head, Lilith, and you're just ba- barely able to um, move your head to the side as this huge arrow comes rushing right past you that would have completely just impaled you should it have hit. Um, it is now your turn. I want to keep going the course. Okay. So you want to keep going booster. forward? Yeah. Use that booster. Okay. So with the, with the rate that they're going... Um, if you use that, you can try to ram them if you want this turn. Otherwise, um, we'll have you try to dodge them. But if you want to try to ram and do some, some big damage to them, you can. Dodging them would require me moving the ship, correct? Um, you, you'll have to, yeah, you'd have to just basically, um, you would still keep going forward, but I will basically just have you roll something to try to dodge hitting them would would that um negate the boost uh no if you are successful you'll still be either way you're still going to go as far as you want to whether you ram or boost all right well let's try all right let's ram it okay what is the advantage of ramming you could do a lot of damage to their ship to their hull yeah oh i suppose that wouldn't be too bad because remember that our ship is also still like we have a rope on their mast, so if we move forward, mm-hmm. that theoretically causes damage. Yeah, it's a, it's up for you guys to debate with amongst yourselves. I mean, can it can it do both? Can we ram them and both pull down their sails? I mean, if you guys keep going, it's gonna happen. All right. So, um, okay. So if you're gonna do the ram, so you'll roll a d20 and add three to it, and we'll see what happens. So there's a chance that you could take. Um, a lot of damage also, but you'll definitely uh, have a good chance of doing a lot of damage to them. Ooh. 19. That's with 19. the plus three. Yeah. Okay, oh. that is a success. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, your your hold will take some damage, just a little bit, but you do a lot of damage to them. So um, you can roll, so now five, I roll a 5D? 5D10. Roll a D10 five times. Five times. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a D10. Okay. I'll add it up for you. Count that. It's nine. Plus two. Uh, we're at 11 so far. Keep going. 12. 21. One more. 26. 26. Okay. Uh, all right. So their their hole takes a big old crack into it. And then your hole takes just half of that damage at 13. When can I use a bonus action? You can use it now. You can use it at any time. So you also moved up. It was about six right there. 
So you kind of smacked into them. Um, so it it kind of hit them so hard it moved them a little bit. And um, at this point, because you guys are attached to their mass, it's kind of dragging them along to the side right here. Um, and you, okay, so did you say you want to, would you like to use a bonus action? I think so. My question of options, manipulate an object. Does that mm-hmm. mean I, I can like use the force on that? <laughs> it wouldn't be like that. It would be like, um, let's, let's say um, if you've got any kind of, uh, any kind of object that's around you that you want to, to use, um, whether it's against them or um, just for your own means, or if you have something in your inventory that you want to be able to use. So this could be a poach, a potion, um, a weapon, some kind of utility item like crowbars, things like that. Um, that would be what that is. So you can use um, so like you want. the ballistae. Is that how you say it? The ballisti. Ballisti. So the ballisti that went past my head, and you know, is that still in and around the vicinity of where I am? Actually, you know what? How about you do a um, do a perception for me, real quick. Okay. 14. 14. Uh, you know what? Okay. So I, I wanted to, instead of just flat out saying no, I was going to just leave it to a perception roll. So um, you see the, the ballisti had um, that, that arrow bolt had, um, it missed you and it just kind of like pierced through part of the other side of the, uh, the deck railing over there. So it's just kind of like embedded into the, the rail over on that side. So it's just kind of sticking out right there. Okay, cool. Um, then yes, I would like to use my bonus action. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for manipulate an object, am I able to kind of what's what's it called? Like pull when they oh, like just like throw it. Uh huh. Hey, oh yeah, you could throw I mean, it. Like Seems like you're pretty strong. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like, like a javelin. Jav- yeah, I'd like to. Okay. I like to throw it back at them. Now that we're kind of sort of in range, esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only like um, about ten feet from there, so you guys are super, super close. So do like a. Um, Could I use aerobics? Do, oh no, acrobatics. Maybe athletics, probably. Try athletics. athletics. Yeah. Okay. Boo. No. Six. <laughs> Six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and you added your modifier. Yep. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> okay. So um, you you throw it like a, a javelin into the air, and um, a uh, this big stout dwarf comes comes out there, and he's just kind of looking at it. He sees it assailing towards him, and he's just like, "Oh oh oh, this ain't gonna end well." And then his one of his buddies shoves him out of the way and actually like catches it mid air, and then just kind of like slowly lowers it down and just stares dead at you and shakes his head. Whoa, that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, okay, Gregory's up. Um, I'm assuming you guys probably want to keep the speed that you're going. Um, so he um, will just kind of maintain that position. Uh, he will use um, sniping again. He'll see if he can take somebody out. Nope, he sucks at this. He's really bad at his job. So again, you hear another crack as he fires his his rifle. Um, but he actually shoots part of the crow's nest that he's standing in. Um, so you just hear like him start banging the rifle around on the edge of the crow's nest. And you hear lots of squabbling and noises and things like that as you look up and just see this little, you know, angry child making a tantrum. Uh, okay, uh, with that said, Waslo, your turn. All right, I think we're going to stick with the cannons. Waslo did notice that the hull took quite a bit of damage from that ram, so even he has put together that it might be good to aim it at the hull. <laughs> okay, uh, which one's he going to use? Uh, regular cannonball. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll. Blew. What, what was it, plus five? Uh, I believe so, yes. Twelve? Twelve, and you're aiming at the hole. Yeah, uh, it misses. So you shoot the you shoot the cannons, but um, at this this close range, Waslow is just so full of his ability to pull this off so well <laughs> that he just fires straight into the water. 
All right, yeah. fine, fine. So let me let me follow up with the with the chaos bolt. Okay, still go at for the it. hole. At the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know twelve oh. didn't hit, but does eleven hit? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the dwarves see you charging up, trying to do this thing again, and now they're just over there laughing and mocking you. Wait, wait, no, hold on, it does hold not on. hit. I, I might, I might want to. Uh, oh no, I can't. That, I would have had to do that beforehand. Never mind. All right. Well, that nope. sucks. Yeah, you just uh, you shoot all this energy out, and it just completely passes ev everything. Like you're not even close. And all the dwarves are out there on the deck, uh, laughing and mocking. They, some of them start doing a little like um, like a dance that um, you you have seen uh, other dwarves do before. Where it's a series of where like they squat over an enemy like by their face, and they do a series of like. Um, um, squats up and down. I believe they call it teabagging. They do something. <laughs> they start doing s something like that, and they point at you while oh. while they're squatting up and down. Sorry, and, I was too busy wiping laugh. tears from my eyes to notice this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Len, your turn. So um, she loads up. So d twenty plus six. She's aiming at the sails. She's like that stupid rope didn't do anything. Seventeen. Yes, hits. Aha. 19. 19 damage. All right. Uh, those sails are, like, one of the sails is totally torn apart. Uh, they've got, you know, several sails, but one of them is just completely ripped to shreds and is giving them basically no um, no benefit at this point. Um, it is their turn, and as they start readying their cannons, a series of things happens very, very quickly. The fire that had started on the back of the ship earlier, um, all of a sudden, boom! Huge explosion just goes up on the, the back of their ship, um, sending their helmsmen basically straight to hell. Dudes in pieces, you just see pieces of dwarves falling all over the place, just charred chunks tea of Tea bags falling in meat. the air. <laughs> you see tea bags landing everywhere. This is now a hot, spicy tea. Um, they are just... Boston uh, Tea Party going on. Yeah, just obliterated towards the, the back of the ship. Um, with that happening, um, a massive amount of damage is done to the hole with this explosion, causing the ship to rock um, backwards. As this happens, you start hearing a creaking sound and coming from the center of the ship, from their mast. And your ship starts feeling like it's it's being pulled and you're trying to... Uh, Gregory's up there adjusting the sails and stuff, trying to make sure that it's staying in the wind to keep your, your ship moving forward. And as it's putting pressure, that, that um, mast starts to crack and finally starts to fall forward in the direction that you guys are heading as the the ship starts to fall apart. However, uh, roll a, uh, all of you, go ahead and roll a perception for me real quick. 14. Seven. 13. Waslo and Len, you hear some sort of like clatter on the deck. Lilith doesn't hear it, but you suddenly see some sort of short, well, to you, tall, <laughs> to you two, tall, um, broad figure standing behind Lilith. Um, something has just crawled up over the back of the ship, um, stands up behind Lilith, and then you hear the crack of a whip as he um, flails a whip out and then sticks a rapier um, around and up towards Lilith's neck from behind. And he says, What do you think you're doing trying to sink my ship? You will not be getting away from good old Ganimbal Jackbeard. I, I think your ship is sinking anyway. We're not just trying, we're actually sinking your ship. That may be, but I'll be taking you with me. I was not aware mm. that a sinking ship would crack the whip to foreplay. I should have done this earlier. <laughs> oh, so not only are you a bunch of rascals, you've got jokes too, eh? And he, uh, you, you notice that um, he's kind of had a little bit of like a hunchback. He pivots and he pulls out 
a real big barrel that he was kind of had attached to him via um, like these this set of straps that was on his back. And he sets it down in front of you. You can see that it's a um, looks like one of those um, keg ales that you would lit on fire earlier, Lynn. And it's got the mark of um, what he had uh, on his his um, sails and everything earlier. And what he does after he sets this down, and he's like, "Would you all like a drink?" Yes. Pass <laughs> always. Oh, then I'll definitely oblige ye. He picks his rapier back up and he cuts the palm of his hand and he slaps it on top of the keg and swirls it around in a circle, making a rune pattern. All of a sudden, the keg suddenly shivers as the metal and the wood begin shifting around on the outside of it and it forms a face similar to Jackbeard, um, who has this real sharp hooked nose and, and a long beard. Um, the wood and the metal start doing like the exact same thing, like forming something very similar. And out from the sides shoots these two metal arms, and the keg shifts up as two feet uh, shoot out from underneath it. Uh, and it stands on legs of its own. And um, Lilith, since you were right there, can you quickly do a dexterity saving throw for me? 12. Okay. The uh, keg golem grabs onto you and opens its huge mouth and blasts a gallon of ale straight into your face, right down your mouth. And you're starting to feel real woozy and, and everything's starting to get really kind of like fuzzy around you and you're not being, you're not seeing real straight. And as he starts squeezing you tighter, Jackball says, hi. Now, how about a drink for the rest of ye? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril Villains, a podcast produced by NerdSloth.com. If you had a good time, please just do us one little favor and share this episode or clip your favorite parts of the episode and share that with any friends, family, or on social media. And don't forget that you can impact our players and give them an edge by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which translates in-game as peril points, which they can use to purchase special items, including weapons or gadgets crafted by our NerdSloth Patreon supporters. Many of the sound effects heard in the show were licensed from Sword Coast Soundscapes, so please visit swordcoastsoundscapes.bandcamp.com to hear all of their amazing ambient and background audio productions. And also a huge thank you to Atalus Music for providing the villain's theme song, Drop the Beat, My Lord. You can find even more of his fantastic modern-day fantasy mixes on YouTube or SongTrader. Love y'all, and roll those 20s! Presented by NerdSloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.